Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the chain. This is the BCC Club. We're your hosts. I'm Kendall Landra. And I'm Sarah Shower. And welcome back, guys. This is season two of the BCC Club. <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Season of the BCC Club. It's 2024. 2014 was 10 years ago. Oh, no. Oh, man. Wow, I was in such a different place in 2014. Where were you? I was in my room. I was deep diving. I was on hour eight of watching Hannah Hart compilations. Jesus. Was it just your YouTube channel? (laughs) It was like fan edits of Hannah Hart and Ingrid Nilsson when they were starting to date. I also was a I I had a YouTube channel myself that I posted on every week. Deeply embarrassing. Uh Uh-huh. I was a freshman in high school. Oh wow. Yeah. Freshman high school. I was freshman class president. You were freshman in high school as a sophomore in college. (laughs) Well I didn't go to college. So it evens out. You Kind of did. You went to, I went to acting school. I know. I feel like people always think I'm like um, a, a liar because I I will say I didn't go to college all the time because I didn't go to college. I mean, I, yeah. I didn't go to college. But then I will say, oh, when I was in college, I'm just talking about my acting school, which yeah. was not really a college, but I call it that. So people are like, did you go to college? I didn't go to college. I mean, I got an associate. Oh, how do you say it? Associates? <laughs> yeah. I got an associate's degree in acting on camera. Uh-huh. A deeply unhelpful degree. Um, but, yeah, I didn't really go to college. Is it unhelpful? You're incredibly successful well, for <laughs> acting on camera. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. I know, but I guess I could be, I mean, I guess I don't know if my degree is why I have my successes, but I've never shown anyone my degree. It's definitely. I think I lost it. Really? Like the The, the paper? The paper. Well, gotta find that. <laughs> gotta I, go back. But I, I do like relate to that because I did go to college for four years and I did walk, but I did not graduate. And everyone's like, I've yeah. seen pictures of you in your grade. It's like, yeah, but grades got submitted after I walked, so yeah. I didn't pass. And so it's like, yeah, I do feel like the, it's not, it's, it's like I have to clarify every single time. Yeah. It yeah. is so funny. I'm like, couldn't you just lie? Do people lie all the time about where they went to college? Because I feel like I've ever only written on things that I went and got an associate's degree, but I feel like I could just write like PhD from Caltech yeah. and no one would ask. I think um, for any of like the STEM fields, you probably shouldn't lie. But like if it's anything like marketing or advertising, yeah. I'd say go for it. You're, all right. No one's okay, lying. I'm trying to get into the STEM. I'm trying to I'm trying to get a, fake, a job in STEM <laughs> yeah, that yeah. I have no uh, qualifications for. Oh, I feel um, that. 
Yeah, what are your New Year's resolutions? My New Year's resolutions are to read four books a month. And oh my so God. Far, I know. I've never read like You've been reading a lot. I've been reading a lot, guys. It's weird. Okay, no, no. Here's the tip. You got ADHD. You don't like to read. You're like, my mind literally wanders. Put on the audio book as you're reading. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, then yeah, your mind smart. cannot wander. No. You know? And it's also like... um a lot of people with ADHD are verbal processors. So like if you read it out loud while listening to the audiobook yeah. and looking at it, like it's like a triple threat, you That's know? Like, like I have to read in a British accent out loud. Really? Yeah, or I can't stay focused. Okay, I, yeah. I like, can't, but I have to do it out loud. So there's two reading tips, guys. <laughs> but yeah, I've read uh, three books. Um, Once you're on a reading kick, you can really... Oh, yeah. Because uh, I feel like I will read four books in a month and then I will go eight months without reading and yeah. to pick up that first book I think the trick is to just never stop like don't have a night where you're like I'm not gonna read tonight just like keep going oh yeah 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 I need my routine um but yeah every morning I since I'm sober I wake up at like five to take my Vyvanse and then yeah. I fall asleep and then I wake up when it kicks in right and then I like to read about an hour in the morning and uh, it's just really fun I don't like to read um uh, fiction uh, oh, I love, that's all I can read. I like to, I, this is going to sound bad, and I probably should read a book on this. I feel like if I'm reading fiction, it's not productive reading. Mm. Like, it's, I'm not learning anything. Yeah. And so, I mean, I can read fiction, but... I'm I, just trying to learn how to read, so that's why fiction yeah, can be no, productive exactly. for me. I'm learning a skill. <laughs> Therein lies the rub. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but I can read fiction. I can only read... I read nonfiction in the morning because that's when my Vyvanse is kicked in. I need to feel productive. And if I read fiction, it has to be at night mm. on my treadmill. Also, guys, this is another tip for reading. If you can't walk and read at the same time, you know those goggles for... Um, car sickness. Car sickness. Yeah, oh, that, interesting. It also works if you're walking on a treadmill. You don't almost fall? No. I feel like maybe something's wrong with my body. Every time I'm walking on a treadmill, I feel like I am a half a wrong step away from completely falling and face planting. Really? Yeah. I I mean um that that's what that little tab is for. Oh, I always got that on. People make fun of me. I had a personal trainer. He was like, oh, "You put the tab on." I was like, "Yeah, I put the tab on." I'm not like, f you think you're so cool, but how cool will you feel when you die? Yeah, from falling on a treadmill. No, seriously, that's like people who wear helmets when they go skiing. Skiing. Yeah. Loser. You, you look like a yeah, but you don't have a concussion. So reading, that's practicing German. How are you even getting your Vivans? Through a doctor? I haven't had Vyvanse now in a month. Really? Because of the shortage. And are I can't get it. And I, every day I call CVS and I've called every pharmacy on planet Earth. Are you getting... There's a nationwide shortage. Are you getting Vyvanse or the generic? I Both. Any. Any. I will take anything. I used to have Vyvanse, but you know, I was like, I do the generic. And I did this last year with Adderall and I was six months without medication, which I truly... Yeah. I play it cool. But I am hardly functioning off medication. Like, it really is not a good situation. Oh, my gosh. And I haven't had my Vyvanse now in a month. And so I'm having to come up with all these tricks. It just reminded me when you said that's how you get up is you take your Vyvanse at 5 a.m. And then you wake up. This morning, I have to put a Celsius. I know it's so bad I drink those, but I do. I'm addicted. I have to. That's my cigarettes. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to judge. Yeah, yeah. It's bad. It's not good. I, every day, someone's like, oh, that'll kill you. I'm like, I, I can't. Stop. It's Maybe like my pack of cigarettes <laughs> at the bedside. Kendall, Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Everyone's got something to say, but my girlfriend's always like, you got to stop drinking those while they're holding a, a Coke. I'm like, look. Yeah. Oh, that's going to give you something. It's all it's all bad. Mm -hmm. But anyways, I have to put my I put my phone across the room underneath a Celsius. So to get up, I have to 
take, I have to pick up the Celsius and then I get excited because my therapist said, you know, ADHD, people with ADHD are very interest-based. Yes. So off my medication, I'm I've having... i also said that. You told, no, I said it. My, but I'm, I'm, just, just, I'm just telling you what a therapist said. No, yeah. literally most of my therapy is just telling my therapist things that you've said and being like, thoughts on that? I'll be like, well, Sarah told me that... Uh, I need to, I can read smut because it's interest-based. But the thing is, is I'm telling you that because my therapist told me that about ADHD. <laughs> they should just talk to each other and then report back to us. Yeah, they're like, yeah. But I, I told, I was, because I was like, I don't know what to do. Because I think also being off your medication is hard, but then it, it honestly would be easier if someone was like, you're not going to have medication for a year, so figure it out. But the in-between where I'm like, well, next week I should have my medication. Well, next week I should have my medication. And then it just keeps going. That is the hard part. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm going to wait out the shortage and just suffer but I need to figure out ways to get my shit together. And yeah. so I, uh, I, I've had to plan every day. The night before, I, I make a list of what I have to do. And then I have to order it by like every three tasks, I get to do a thing that interests me. Yes. So everything is just working towards an, a thing that for some reason excites my ADHD, which talking to my therapist is really interesting because it's not just like actual exciting things. It'll be like, oh, you got like this new shampoo. Yeah. So you get to go take a shower after, or like I the other day, if I completed everything, I got to watch a new twenty, the new twenty twenty. That's so nice. So it's really like I do feel like I'm parenting a toddler. Yeah, and it is very frustrating, and I think it makes me insecure because I'm like, wow, me off medication is really uh, not great, but that's um, not anything to be embarrassed by. It just sometimes can hit your confidence a little. It's not embarrassing to be off medication you need. Like yeah. a diabetic who doesn't have their insulin is not going to be like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. I know. Give me a juice box. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. And that's why I told my therapist, I'm like, if a friend was telling me this, I would be like, that's insane. But yeah. I think it is hard when you're like, you realize how you are off medication is like struggling to get through the day. Let me give you a life hack okay. on getting any medication you need. I live in Beverly Hills. And rich people don't fuck around when it comes to medication. Yeah. All the pharmacies are 24 hours. So <laughs> go to a pharmacy that is in an incredibly high income neighborhood. Okay. And those people like I'm they're going to Beverly Hills. Because no, I'll drive anywhere. I literally looked because I'm going to Japan. Yeah. In um in March. Yeah. I I my partner looked up if if they had they called like pharmacies in Japan to see yeah. if they had Vyvanse. Turns out it's illegal there. Yeah, so I was gonna say. <laughs> Which is really good to know because it's not just illegal to get it there. It's illegal to bring it there. Yeah. Um, and I would have never thought. But you've told me before to look up laws before I go places. And I would have just not. And I'm glad I know because I would have completely brought my Vyvanse yeah, if you, I had it. If you were like, I'm going to Dubai, I'd be like, Kendall, think about this. You and Jordan have got to, no, you know. Um, but no, yeah. Look up. I have been able to get any prescription for anything in Calabasas and Beverly Hills. Calabasas and Beverly Hills. Okay, I'm going to look that up after. Because rich people do, like, they have, and I don't, they have absolutely beaten down the pharmacists. Yeah. They've extended the hours. They literally have altered, like, how these pharmacies go. And I know that that's, you know, the rich get everything. But, like, go to a very high-income yeah. pharmacy. Okay, I'm doing it. I'm going to Calabasas today. Do it. Um, well, my, you want to hear my New Year's resolution? Yes, I do. It is a quote. And it's, even if you're the ripest and juiciest peach in the bunch, someone won't like peaches. Mm -hmm. That's my mantra for the year. Yeah, someone will always go into anaphylactic shock. <laughs> when they see me. Jeez, yeah. Because I'm over it. I'm over the people pleasing. Oh, yeah. 
shaken by over it. I mean, I'm still doing it every single moment of every day, but I'm going to try to not. What was the tipping point that you were like, you know what, enough of this? I mean, I just am anxious. All I don't have anxiety, but I'm always anxious <laughs> about upsetting people. And yeah. I'm not, I don't think I'm upsetting anyone. And if I am, they'll tell me. But I think it just sometimes I, I will put my comfort last yeah. to accommodate other people in ways that aren't even, they're not even asking to be accommodated in. It's like yeah. I'm making assumptions about what they want for their comfort. I don't want their, and it just is exhausting. And sometimes I think it can hurt the people around me because people like my partner who I'm like, well, I know that even if they're irritated with me, I'm not worried that they're not, they're going to be upset. They're, they'll be fine. Um, they won't leave me. <laughs> yeah. I don't think. Um, but so I will like put a random stranger that I've just met their comfort above like my partner or something. You know yeah. what I mean? Cause I'm just, I'm always trying to like, uh, figure out a way to make everyone happy and I think I put myself last a lot in that Mm -hmm. so I'm just working on it and trusting that people will voice to me what they need yes yeah I am yeah like I think and this is just my opinion people pleasing you want to be perceived as a good person Mm -hmm. I for uh, this is just advice that I give anyone don't I mean do good things but never try to be like labeled a good person try to get yourself internally with everyone else like neutral right like i mean like if they project something on you that's them you're a neutral being yeah like you know um trying too hard to be perceived as good is like trying to be perfect yeah you know it's like like they're like i don't like peaches yeah but if you're like not 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 neutral in like times of like do you think gay people deserve rights versus like do you think straight people are superior I'm neutral I mean like try to view yourself as neither a good nor bad entity right right. and you'll get a lot more freedom you know yeah because I'm like what is the worst case scenario is someone's mad at me and dislike me and I think it's always like one of those things where I'm always like I won't even like someone. Like, I will dislike someone. Oh, yeah. But I'm so scared they dislike me. And it's like, who fucking cares? Like, yeah. if you... So I just honestly want to... I, I want to hate more in 2024. That's my usual solution. Yeah. Um, because I think I'm like... Uh, just be like, who cares? Who cares if that person is like you? It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, because I think... Because then it's really frustrating when you spend so much time people pleasing. Yeah. And then you find out someone doesn't like you. And you're like what the fuck like yeah actually what the fuck i've tried so hard to make everyone like me and it's like because you can't you can't have ever, everyone can't like you no seriously um and if they like you because you've been doing all this people pleasing do they really like you or do they like that it's easy for you to accommodate that you know what i mean yes i am um, also this goes back to our adhd conversation being perceived as good is something that society deems important However, being perceived as good is not interesting. Yeah. Like, if you want to read a book, any English teacher will tell you you need characters who are flawed, and flaws are interesting. Yeah. So since you are an interest-based person, you're also going to feel, like, super frustrated with being perceived as good. Yeah. Because that's not even how you live your life, right? Yeah. I know. It's like I, I always would take the, the Pottermore tests. And I was a Hufflepuff. <laughs> yeah. But I would always tell people I was a Slytherin, which is so embarrassing because I'm not at all and yeah. I don't seem like one. But I wished I, I wanted to be that. I wanted to be a bitch. Well, I think Slytherins are cunning. Yeah, but they're all, this is the thing. They're hardworking. Yeah. But Draco Malfoy didn't work hard a day in that film no. or those books. He was such a little bitch. But he was cunning. Say. I don't know what that means. I think it means you're good at oral. <laughs> no, that's cunnilingus. Cunning is um, 
Um, having or showing skill in achieving one's ends by deceit or evasion. Well, but he didn't even really have that. I think it is so funny. Mm-hmm. Draco Malfoy and his parents are such a big part of those films and those books. Yeah. And listen, I watch, I, I've seen these movies so many times, I still understand 5% of them. Mm-hmm. But all I know is the last five minutes of the film, his family just runs away. Yeah. Like, that's their ending, is that they're like, we're just uncomfortable and scared, so we're just going to leave. That's not very Slytherin. Well, that's very, very Hufflepuff. No, that's very war criminal. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. That's exactly Disappearing. Right. They're probably in Brazil right now. Yeah. You know who disappears all the time? Who? People who are always on the move. They People are. People who live in vans. Gotta love them. <laughs> We are going to be talking about van life influencers, um, and we're going to make this distinction now, y'all. Um, so we're talking about van life couples or influencers right now. There is a part two that we will tear into in a bit, which is van life influencers who are family van, van life. Um, those people are out of their minds. However, we're going to give some grace to the van life influencers who are individuals or couples because... Yeah. They're only, want, I guess. Yeah, they're only putting themselves through that. And yeah. as someone who has lived in an RV a lot of their life, I and my brother lives in an RV, and my parents sometimes live in an RV. <laughs> so I'm very familiar with living in a home that has wheels. Did you like living in an uh, in a mobile home? It's not a mobile home. It's an <laughs> RV. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's a like Florence in- 5000. Because <laughs> no, um, I've heard some people are like, oh, I grew up and it was fun because you, like, you were around a bunch of other kids all the time. Oh, we were not around a bunch Got of it. kids. Okay, so here's the thing. Um, people rent RVs a lot of the times. Like when I was growing up, you would really only see kids on holidays like July the 4th or oh. something. However, there are like short-term, um, <laughs> you know what a KOA is? Yes. Yeah, there's short-term, which is like people who camp, like rent something for a holiday. And then there's long-term, where you can like rent out spaces. We were with the people who were long-term renters. Got it. And Got so it. like um, very, like retired, much older. So like, hey, Miss Laura. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, that's our kin. I know KOA because I saw it on Undercover Boss. Really? Yeah. KOA is the only place where I've worked, where I just hated, the bosses hated me. Really? And yeah. you hated them? I worked at a campsite too. Yeah. I didn't. Which I didn't, one? It was a local one. Okay. So it didn't have, a, it wasn't a chain, but I rented out canoes and I rented out paddle boards. We talked about this. Yeah, because I would rent out the one person canoe to two people by accident because I didn't know there was a difference. And every time I would just watch them sink for a full hour and then they'd come back and be like canoeing's hard and I'd be like it sure is I, I don't know the wrong boat <laughs> and I, would, I didn't know and then one day this girl was training I was training her yeah and she was like oh that's for one person I was like oh right oh no yeah anyways I worked there and I was a horrible I was a horrible employee and I got in trouble and I remember the boss came in one time because I would just I, w- I was going through my first breakup at the time yeah so I was a wreck like it was the you know I mean first gay breakup I never dated anybody before I was You kind of gay. have, though. You said that you had boyfriends in middle school. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I had boyfriends. I, I had boyfriends every year of elementary school, but we, like, wouldn't speak. It wasn't, like, actual yeah. in middle school. That was because it should have been red flag that I was gay. Like, I had a boyfriend in 
eighth grade, which is like when some girls I knew were having sex. Yeah. And I like would have a boyfriend that I still only communicated with through a friend. Like I wouldn't even speak with them or hold hands with them. Yeah. Um, but so I never went through and I would break up with them and literally not care. Like I would get bored and be like, what should I do at lunch today? Maybe I'll break up with my boyfriend. Like I really did not care. Oh yeah. And, but I was going through my first like adult breakup mm-hmm. and it's so funny because we were only together like four months and the whole time they were like, I don't really like you. And I was like, that's fine. And I, but I thought we were going to get married like 100%. So it was like the hardest breakup I ever went through. And I, uh, and I was working at this Sorry, guys, I'm off my meds. I'm like, what am I talking about? You're good. It's a new year. I went. <laughs> we're starting <laughs> strong. Um, I worked at this campsite, and I just would cry the whole time. Yeah. And I would um, not do any of the work, and I would eat all the food. Mm. Do you think I get arrested for that? Announcing mm. <laughs> on the podcast that if it's over six years ago, two hundred dollars worth of food. I ate a lot of Slim Jims. They could take you to small claims court. All right. Well. But I mean, I'd like you to probably see her try. could. Yeah, I'd I was like gonna to say. See her try. Um, but I. But she came in one day, and I was on my phone. I, was like, I brought my like diary to work, and was like writing in my diary. I was a wreck. Yeah. And I. She came in one day, and was like, "I am sick of you doing nothing. You're a horrible employee." She said. And I remember she said, "You're just still. Your head is in New York. Your body's here, but your head is just in New York at your fancy little acting school." Oh my God, what is this, like Grease? Or like, <laughs> what's that one movie where they can't dance in the town? Oh, Footloose. Yeah, like Footloose, your head's in New York, but your body's at the campsite. It's like, okay, chill out. Um, but anyways, I worked at campsite and I hated it. Um, but there were a lot of people in RVs there. And I, so that relates to what we're talking about. And yes. <laughs> so Van, when did it become popular? The earliest examples of mobile homes can be traced back to the nomadic tribes of Central Asia who lived in yurts or other portable dwellings. In the United States, the history of mobile homes can be traced back to 1920s when car manufacturers began to convert automobiles into living spaces. And in the 1960s and 70s, van life movement gained mainstream popularity in the U.S., um, during this time, a counterculture movement emerged and many young people embraced the hippie movement, popularizing the idea of living in a van as a way to live a simpler, more connected life. I don't mean to sound like a Republican, but I fucking hate hippies. <laughs> <laughs> that is the only group of people, the me- the cultural appropriation, the peace and love. Dude. No, dude, go to therapy. I just watched a docuseries. I'm actually obsessed with it. Honest to God. it's So did you ever see on TikTok the garden no it was this it was this they claimed to not be a cult but this cultish thing they started promoting on TikTok and they were kind of like come out live on we're doing a commune like we're living on this farm and uh-huh. dude we're making a whole community and then people on TikTok started being like this is a cult this is a cult whatever everything is communal like everything is based on like a vote everyone has to vote for the same thing like they 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 live off the land whatever this docuseries is made about this place, and I thought it was just going to be, like, explaining what it was. It is like a reality show where every single episode, a new person from the outside comes in and does the, the 10-day trial at uh-huh. this thing called The Garden. And then decide, And then at the end, they all vote to see if they want to keep them, like, in the cult. Yeah. And it is so funny because it, it it's all white people. I mean, they're all white. That's and your biggest is- red flag right there. <laughs> And it is so weird and so like offensive. Like everything they do is so offensive. Yeah. Where it'll be like they'll start one time at one point this girl starts speaking a language. And I was uh. like, what language is she speaking? She said she was like speaking the language of like 
the wind or something where she was like, well, this isn't a real language. This is just like what's coming to me. But it like sounded like someone doing an impression of a language they don't know that was deeply offensive where you'd be like, no, 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 stop doing that. Well, I mean, this is speaking in tongues. Yeah, but it, it didn't sound, it sounded like an impression of like, Spanish, but she like didn't speak Spanish. You know what I mean? So speak, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like very, it's very weird, but it was a very, it was really funny and just like embarrassing because a lot of these people do not know how to. Um, it was a funny mix because the, it was a lot of people who are like, I want to live on a commune, but they're, when you're doing that, you're a hop, jump, and a skip away from like Trump supporters who think the world is about to end and they need to prepare for like the second coming or whatever. Yes. And so a lot of people were coming to do the trial that were like, can I bring my gun? Like, I'm ready to like shoot a bunch of people. And they were mm-hmm. like, no. And it just like, but then they were like, well, we don't like this person, but that's not a commune. To have a commune, you ha- you don't, that's when it becomes a cult if everyone has to believe the same stuff. Yeah. So then it was hard because they, anyways. No, yeah. That, I'm explaining this horribly, but... No, you're not. It, that's a cult. They were in a cult. Once I get my ants, you guys, it's over for Kendall, you. Kendall, you're hosts. doing great. Thank God. You've communicated... You God. told me, like, you're very succinct, right? Good, like, okay, good. So this is just hippies, and um, I do want to say there's a difference between hippies and people who do live in, like, a trailer park. Um, so at the same time, vans were becoming popular for social justice reasons. They were used to transport people to rallies, protest, polling locations, the legendary Isao um, and Jenny Jenkins, a black couple in South Carolina, hell yeah, utilized a 66 VW microbus and several repurposed city buses in their mission to provide opportunities for the African-American people in their community. I mean, I think it is like when you talk about what's classy if you're rich and trashy if you're poor because yes. I I saw a TikTok the other day of like these two people who were dressed in very like hippie outfits and people were like one of the top comments was like you guys are pretending to be hippies but you live in this huge house and then the comment below is like hippies have always been rich white people like that they is have. what there no one else could afford to not work a job get a car and just like do whatever they fucking want yeah um like that is what it's always been so I think it's a really I'm sorry, a little bit of an embarrassing persona to have because it's like pretending to be, it's like living out your poor fantasies almost. And it's like, oh my God. Unless you're like, I'm rich, but I care so much about the environment. I'm like, okay, pop off. But like it has, caring about the environment has nothing to do with like the clothes you're wearing or like pretending that you're, uh, I don't know, doing these weird like chants that are super offensive. Yeah. (laughs) No, I, yeah. So a lot of, um, hippies, if you boil them down to like their purest form, they're a counterculture movement, right? Like punks or like emos. And so like counterculture, you are trying to like, get out of popular culture. So like seeing a rich hippie is like goes against what counterculture means. You are of the culture and you are parading as counterculture. It would like it would be like seeing someone who's like super punk and like grunge wearing like a Rolex watch. Yeah. You'd be like, okay. That's not just like a lapse in like your style yeah. that literally goes against what, what your aesthetic because it's not just an aesthetic. It's a full lifestyle, which white people cannot seem to grasp. Um, yeah. So always be wary when you see white people in mass in the woods. Um, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, well, it's just All of our Appalachian followers are like, what the hell? What did you? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> oh, that is funny. Um, uh, so at 
Okay, in 2012, the hashtag van life became a trending topic. Mm-hmm. American Foster Huntington pioneers the hashtag, hashtag van life on Instagram. Huntington, a former designer in New York's competitive fashion industry, got widespread attention when he ditched his career, hit the road, and started documenting his road trip adventures. He once said that he started the hashtag as a joke. The van was breaking down a bunch, and there wasn't this crazy, hokey, inspirational thing when I started it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So then it became very popular. And now I think people truly, I mean, I, I think it's very fascinating that becoming an influencer is really become like a very common career aspiration. Yes. I think it used to be like, oh, yeah, there's one girl in my college who's like obsessed with becoming an influencer. Yeah. But I feel like I know so many people who I went to high school with who are like posting, aspiring to be a content creator because yeah. it can be anything. It's not like, oh, you should be a personality. There are people who will like buy, invest v- in vans yeah. as like a, as if they were opening a business, like take out a loan to yeah. be like, I'm going to invest a bunch in this van so that I can document it and then become a famous van life influencer. Yes. So it's really become like a, th- a really big thing. It has. Where people like quit college to do this as a career. It's like, you think it's going to be cheap? Like I a lot of people will be like, this is going to be a much cheaper way to live. You'd be wrong, buddy. And I will watch people half renovate a bus. That was that was crazy. People started yeah. buying school buses. And I knew someone who bought a school bus and then tried to start renovating it. And you can see them being like, oh, my God, I'm renovating a full house. Like, that is like, I want to renovate my bathroom right yeah. now. It's going to cost like 10 grand to 15 grand. Yes. That's just the bathroom. It's you know? true. It's like, imagine... <sighs> making a whole you're building a small house yes like I, everything is so exp- you get one thing of paint that's ex- that's like forty dollars yeah and I, i'd say the tricky part is you can build the cabinets you can install a little fridge but once you get to the sink and the toilet and the shower honey you need to you, you, need, you need some plumber you need help gray water black water you don't want them to mix no um okay but yeah, 2018 is when it really started to get like insane numbers with an estimated 4 million people living out of vans and cars. My brother lived out of his car his entire med school. <laughs> you told me that. Insane. And out I, of choice, to be clear. Not insane to live in your car, but I, insane. I was like living in the area and I was like, Jake, come live on my, like sleep on my like my sofa. And then he moved out after a couple of weeks. He's like, sorry, I just like the car better. And I was like, do you know how insulting that is? It's like you invite someone to live with you for a little bit and they're like, I love the backseat. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, though, when I was going to acting school, I went to a couple <laughs> boys' apartments that it would have, it could have been a car. Are like, you saying I'm fail? I'm saying no, no, no. I wouldn't. <laughs> I would rather live at your house than in my car. But I just mean that there are some men that I understand how they could live in a car because the way they live is just like so oh, yeah. si- simple. Mm-hmm. It's just like <laughs> they've got one Cetaphil face wash. Yeah. Dry shampoo and a a dirty towel one towel yeah i'm like yeah you could fit this in a car yeah not a single succulent not a lotion well one lotion right next to the bed i guess (laughs) one lotion (laughs) one bottle of lotion right next but i'm like oh yeah you could fit that in a car yeah easy um yeah some men are disgusting i know my dad also uh when we lived in north carolina they lived in wilmington my dad would commute for half the month up to dc Mm -hmm. and so he had this big old um it was like a handicap accessible van with yeah. like the door open. Oh, yeah. my, oh, I've driven those. You know them? That's what I grew up in. I called <laughs> it the spaceship. But but uh, my dad didn't need, oh, he <laughs> he didn't need it, but he would like, he ripped out two of the seats and installed like a bed and he would just sleep in there yeah. half the month all the time. 
in your driveway? No, up in D.C. That's what you said. Got it. Sorry. So, I was like, oh, man, the marriage must have not been going well. No, um, my each one of my family members has such a deep connection to living in a car or vehicle. Man, I mean, it depends on the car, I guess, because I grew up yeah. pre, like in a Prius. Yeah. You can't live in a Prius. No. A Prius is small. You'll be stunted like a gymnast. Some of the worst sensory memories I have growing up, my sister had a beetle. Uh-huh. You know, a, a, a punch buggy? Yes. What do they call them? And a bug. And it had leather seats. Should be illegal. I actually believe that should be illegal. Uh-huh. Leather seats in a car, unacceptable. Unless you live in, I don't know, Alaska. Yeah. Still very cold. I have leather seats, but they're light. I think that should be illegal. I'm sorry. Okay. Well. I don't think it should be legal. <laughs> My ass <laughs> is too hot. <laughs> it's too hot. Yeah. And I would get, and I think the AC was broken, and she would pick me up from school, and I just remember sitting. It was like third degree burns on my ass. Oh, yeah. And just sitting in the smallest space you could imagine because it didn't have doors. You have to like, it's one of those cars you have to push the front seat back and then you can get in. I hate those. Good God, it was horrible. Mm-hmm. Horrible. But um, yeah, I would never purposely want to live in a car, um, especially in the city because it's very stressful to find where to park. I guess like in a small town, it once you know, mm-hmm. I could make any area nice, put up some fairy lights. Yeah. Um, but I think it's much more expensive than people think, and they do it to save money, and then it is the most yeah, mm-hmm. expensive thing ever. I would say, yeah, the main thing I think about is the danger. Uh, there are some pros, like saving money, financial freedom. All right, so you do save money, but it is still expensive. It is more expensive if you don't know what the hell you're doing. Okay, so, you know, you're not paying for electricity, cable, internet, rent. If you are a long-term renter at a campground, that is not true. You will pay for um, utilities. I don't know if it'll be included. Depends on how nice you're parked, like the the place where you're parked. But, um, yeah. Um, you will use, though, significant less electricity and water if you're living in an RV. So that's, yeah. But it's also because, you know, we're not talking about people who, like, need to live in their car. Because so, I'm like, yeah, that's probably cheaper or you, you have to do it out of necessity. But these are people who, like, are on the Internet and are trying to make, like, aesthetic videos. Which yeah. is naturally is going to be more expensive because everything has to look nice. Yeah. Um, so I feel like they end up, it's, and it says, although some of these influencers seem to use a lot of electricity, it's like, yeah, they have all these, like, lights up and they have like this really fancy thing they wash their clothes in and it just becomes kind of like yeah more expensive than yeah just living in a house also i think it's really funny because people get this very i think road trips get very glorified Uh uh-huh and i've had wonderful road trips my mom and i went on a road trip from new york to california it's one of my greatest memories it was a, a lovely time but in general just traveling by car is really glorified. And I think people get these cars and they're like, I'm going to fucking travel the United States uh-huh. in this car. And it's going to be incredible. And I'm going to do that forever. I'm just going to travel the world. It feels like what they think. But you can't travel the world in a car. You can only travel the U.S. And most of the U.S. is just barren. Like I would say. Yeah. <laughs> like the middle of the U.S. is just nothing. Yeah. Literally nothing. Just barren land. Not even farms, just nothingness. Yes, but there are cool van life influencers. Yes, I don't. I don't want it to make like. But we're talking about the people who. Um, we're talking about a, uh, like a, you know, when I don't know if a lot of people shit on mobile homes, 
And so, oh, oh yeah, I don't okay. know. I don't know where I'm going with this, but I, I feel like there are some. But now I'm realizing there are some cool van life. There people. are. I don't think it's bad at all. I just think it can be more expensive than you think it's going to be. Yes, and I, yeah, and the the point that we're leaning into is is trashy if you're poor, classy if you're rich. Yeah. The perspective, but yes, sorry, I don't know why I need to say that. No, I understand. I think because it sounds like we're shitting on him, but I really am not. I think that they. I think it's. Uh, I think it's one of those things if you want to do it that's awesome yeah. i just think sometimes people think it's going to be a certain way and it is not that way i think they think <gasps> it's going to be cheaper and it's not i think they think it's going to be like we're traveling every yeah. day to a new city but it's like no like you're traveling on like the middle of nowhere and then you get to like a small town in iowa and are just like here i am i can go to a wendy's like it's really not um yeah i think sometimes it can be very glorified and it is very hard Yes. Like moving to L.A., right? Like there's a, if you manage your expectations, you hear a lot of influencers say, like, I moved to L.A. and everyone's fake. It's like, take a look in the mirror. You likely are hanging out with people who are fake because we both moved to L.A. and we've met amazing communities, people. Yeah. And like, so what does that say about you? Sorry, I'm not going to blame. Also, if you it depends. I think it's also what you make it like. I think you need to know what you're doing it for. Like, I think if you're like, well, I want to like go off the grid for like an environmental reason. But do they want to go off the grid if they are posting their van life stuff online? I don't think so, but there's a lot. I mean, there's like off the grid influencers, which is very funny because you can't really be off the grid if That's you're an influencer. That's an oxymoron. Yes, 100%. And they have, there are those. So I think it's very, um, but I think if you know what you're doing it for, if you're just like, I don't like, I want my life to be more simple and not as like, uh, intense and have to do all this stuff and I want to live in a car to do that then you're going to live it in a very specific way or if you're like oh I want to do it for environmental reasons that's going to be a very different thing or if you're like I want to be a famous influencer I think if you want that it's going to be more expensive than living in your house yeah because you also have to go to interesting places because gas is expensive too so if you're like I'm going to be driving all the time yeah 24 7 I'm driving it's going to get expensive well I think they also park at like and then just I don't know Okay, there's more. Do you want to be a van life? You want to move into a van? Oh, no. I have, since my childhood, I cannot live in, I hate road trips. Like, if you, I, if you talk about glorified road trips, I have had so many of my lowest moments, scariest moments on a road trip. Um, but uh, there's pros to this. I'm going to keep going. Uh, you know, you stay stationary to avoid gas bills. Uh, you're never paying for hotels. I guess that's true. There's a kitchen in the van. If you do have a van with a kitchen, you could also use a uh, hot stove. Yeah. I had it is funny. It's a kitchen and van, so no eating out. But I'm like, well, there's kitchens and houses and people eat out all the time. Yeah. So I'm like, I feel like you could also still do the same thing. We're like, oh, it'd be easier to, to just go get food, though. Yeah. Well, I guess like uh, maybe the kitchen is literally right next to your bed. So you so don't you- have to move. <laughs> um, but there's also the ability to travel more, be on your own schedule. Um, being on your own schedule, often couple, couples work remotely. Yeah. My brother is a physical therapist, but he travels and his nurse, mm. his, his nurse, his wife is a <laughs> traveling nurse. So they um, they live in an RV and they travel around the that country. That makes sense. Yeah. And then uh, there's, you know, you don't need to worry about checking in and out of hotels. Yeah. Okay. Also, we have a new research assistant, Mia. You did wonderful if you're listening to this. And she like got a new opportunity. Congratulations. We have a new research assistant called Jake. Um, called Jake. <laughs> and what's crazy is that's my brother's name. So, um, yeah. Don't get confused. I know. If I'm Jake, my brother, lives in an RV. And then Jake, our research assistant, lives in New York. Yeah. Yes. 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 But, um, yeah. And then you also, you know, you can be spontaneous. There's also the convenience of always having all your belongings. Yeah. I mean, that's the... That's like a, 
Yeah, you got always you got stuff close to you all the time. Yeah, but oh. I mean, if you had an apartment, just walk to the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like not. Also, I would get sorry. Sorry, you keep listing pros and then I keep going. But actually, here's how. Here's a con, which is not helpful. But I just the thought of living in my car gives me so much anxiety. Anxiety, like purposely living in my car and being like, I want to do this. I think especially because if your car breaks down, you're really in a shitty situation yeah it's like your your house can't i mean unless it's like a tornado takes it yeah your house can under very rare circumstances does a house break so much that you cannot go back into it yeah Um, but a car can definitely do that so it would just be really shitty to be like well now i'm out of a car and that means i'm out of a home and that's which happens all the time i think think it's um it is it can be hard too because these are things people go through all the time like in the the houseless community and yeah you know so it feels like sometimes rich people doing a little cosplay where you're like, oh, yes, yeah. that is hard. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean, I don't know if that's weird to say, but. No, yeah, I understand what you mean. Um, I think I could. I have lived in. Actually, I've lived in a car for a little bit in college, between, but that was between rental properties. I could live in my car right now. The only thing that would piss me off is my cat's litter box. Oh, God. Just that tight. And the leather seats. It's not bad. <laughs> it's, they're tan, so like it's they don't get too hot. Oh, black leather seats? My my sister growing up had black leather seats. That's, I mean, that's offensive. I know. It's really awful. Um, there's also, you can customize your space. We're going to move on to cons. Because <laughs> <laughs> Kendall clearly wants to get to the cons. Yeah. Um, no, there are obviously positives. I also think some people really just like, life is really stressful. I mean, houses are very stressful and there's yeah. a lot to upkeep. Like even I, I always say, I'm like, it is so wild because my partner and I live in a uh, our two bedroom apartment. It's so tiny. We yeah. don't have a backyard. It's so small. And the, you know, uh, the HOA takes care of everything on the outside of our apartment. So it is yeah. just the inside of our apartment. And I am like, I am trying so hard to keep it clean at all times and mm-hmm. it is so hard and to take care of everything. And just when everything's taken care of, something happens like the other day or I... I, I was like, oh, I finally, the house is clean. I just need to do the dishes. And then I went to go do the dishes and the garbage disposal was broken. I had to have a plumber come and fix the garbage. And so there's a lot. Yeah. And that's for such a small house. So when people have these massive houses, I'm like, that is so much upkeep. That's like a full-time job. Yes. So I understand if you're like, I want to move into a really simple, small space. Mm-hmm. And I get it if you really like nature. I also have, to, I do think that makes sense to me when people are like, I want to see every like American national park yeah and i love hiking i'm like oh van life totally makes sense to me for that yeah but if you don't like nature i feel like it is a bad idea to for fun live in a van yeah i think it's like we i don't like nature so and i've also lived this life i'm coming from the perspective of like like if i was straight the idea of living with a man would absolutely rot my insides you know what i but mean but then you probably that would probably you probably weren't straight if you're the idea of living with a man rots your insides yeah but i mean like if i i like i'm not condemning people who live with men <laughs> but i'm like that shit's not for me no you know what i mean and so like i don't like nature and it's not that i i can appreciate it it's just it, it's like not for me <laughs> yeah but there are some cons speaking of which if my you can believe it last name showering um Sorry, I just put my rub my lip on this. Uh, many people shower at gyms. Oh yeah, I love showering at the gym. I've never done it. Really? No, I'm really scared of getting athlete's foot. Just wear shoes. Oh, all right. 
it, it makes me feel powerful and old. Oh, interesting. I don't know. I feel mature when I shower at the gym. Shower, okay, interesting. Because like everyone else is older. Yeah. I don't know. It's like when you hang out with your older friends. Yeah. What do you mean? I'm. A, <laughs> are you showering in groups? No. At the gym? No. LA Fitness has like individual showers. It's just like the people who walk around nude are like older women. Older women. Okay. And so well, I, I, I feel, feel like, like at my gym, there's never old older people. It is just really young, mean people. Uh. And I don't like it. Well, then that's why you shouldn't shower at the gym. Um, some people have outdoor shower setups attached, but that requires driving to a very remote area. Not for me. I do it anywhere. Parking mm-hmm. lot of a Walmart, perfect place to shower. Um, and can be a big safety concern, especially if alone. Some can install a full shower in the van, but that can be expensive and take up a large chunk of space. That would be so intense. Or you could have like a wet room where it's you have your shower that's combined with your toilet, so your toilet is meant to get wet. Or if you have an outdoor shower, you could have like a curtain and you could just put on a... I've done this a lot. Put on like a bikini and like shower yeah. literally anywhere. I mean, you can get one of those like universal, uh, like crunch memberships. Oh, did you say universal passes or something? <laughs> yeah. You can get a universal studios pass and then yeah. you can shower there all the time <laughs> in the sink, but you could still have fun ride rides. Yeah. Um, no, you can get like a universal gym membership for like a specific brand of gym and then you can like use any of their gyms in any location. Mm-hmm. And then you could just shower. You could, yeah, you could shower at those. Yeah. That'd be like $45 a month, which is like, you know, but I'm like, if you're doing that and then you're paying for all the gas, you're getting up to just a normal rent mm-hmm. and you're living in the smallest thing or, of all time. depending on how many axles your van or RV has, you could probably park with the trucks at the truck stops and truck stops usually have like yeah. a rented shower system. Okay. I don't know what an axle is, but. You know, like um, when they're like weighing cars. Oh, okay. They're like, if this has like f- six axles, uh-huh. you got to pull off. Wow. There's not much space. (laughs) Another con. There's not much space in a van. There's no privacy at all, especially with kids. No kid has luxury of having their own room or bathroom. Everyone seems to share literally everything. Some parents, van parents, are considered child abusers because kids' beds are so cramped. They always look like... um, Have you seen those hotels in Japan where it's like pods? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what it always looks like. It's, like, so tiny. Mm-hmm. And it's always so sad. They're, like, showing off and I know we're going to talk about this in another episode, but the kids will be, like, showing off their shelf. They'll be like, see, I have a ton of space. This is where I keep my books. And it's yeah. one shelf and they're like, this is my special shelf. So here are some examples of van life influencers. We have Court and Nate with 2.5 million on TikTok. They've been living in a van for nearly 2,000 days. They insist they have full-time jobs and they're not... Uh, Supported by a trust fund. They're very adamant about this. Usually if someone has to tell you multiple times, I am not a trust fund baby, they are a trust fund baby. <laughs> um, they build everything from scratch despite having zero prior experience with vans and little knowledge about installing any appliances. They took out a big loan, moved out of their apartment, lived in the empty van for eight months while they built up the inside. And they talk about how boring their life actually is. Um, I mean, I could see that happening. Like, if your content is renovation, it is very slow to produce, right? Um, And then one of their uh, pinned posts shows, like, realistic van life, you know, 
spilling eggs. They've uh, published a van build guides where they teach people who want a similar what? life. Spilling eggs? What is that? That's not. That's not a realistic. I mean, it would I've be never realistic if like they propped up the phone on the <laughs> dashboard while the guy was driving, and she's trying to make eggs while they're driving. He's like, oh, he's like merging on the four hundred five. Yeah. Van life, guys. Van life. What <laughs> are you gonna just, do? But they uh, published van build guides where they teach people who want a similar life different possibilities to structure a van home um i feel like you should maybe take that with a grain of salt i mean i i don't doubt their you know expertise through experience but they have no formal training so for the electrical and the water really consult with the specialist yeah who else there's will and meebs younger couple recent college graduates started this van life less than six months after dating they bonded over not knowing what to do with their life, so agreed van life sounded fun. Meeps has some savings and works in mental health, and Will has part-time engineering job. They loved it at first, but got really lonely during winter when they couldn't spend much time outdoors, so they were confined to staying in the van most days. Wow, I'm, I really think I would be fine. I, yeah. I am so really realizing how introverted I am, where I was like, oh, some people really need to see people. And I think I could never oh, see, yeah. I would miss you, but I, I think I really could never see another person again and I'd be okay. Yeah. And I, I love people. It's not about a lack of liking people. I think people yeah. are awesome. I'm not like, I hate people. I don't want to see anyone ever again. I just think I would not like get upset or depressed or crave human interaction. I think I would go the other direction where I would just get more. I mean, that's why I was so scared during the pandemic of... Because I was so fine not seeing people. I know people were like, oh, I'm having to have Zoom meetings every mm-hmm. day with my friends so we can see each other. I was so comfortable just being by myself in my room yeah. and whatever. And I went so long doing that. But by the end of the pandemic, I had to push myself so hard to do social stuff because I, I was like, I'm slowly becoming a person who's just antisocial, doesn't see anyone ever. Yeah. No, yeah. I um, I love hanging out with people, but I prefer to be alone. Yeah. Um. Me too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's also um, Kaylee King, who has 806,000 on TikTok, started um, living in a van with her husband, then got separated, um, lives with her cat, Big Chungus, and everyone loves Big Chungus. I I mean, I think that's really cute. The only thing is I couldn't live with Dopey because Dopey, as soon as he gets in a vehicle, starts yelling. Yeah. Like, we're, yeah. we're fine, yeah. right? Yeah. There's also Sydney Ferb, who has 325000 on Instagram, has lived in a van for six years, and just recently bought a house, but says, van life won't stop. Well, it did, because you just bought a house. Yeah. Um, <laughs> her first video, Buying a House, tells the audience that van life now makes her appreciate things like having hot water that doesn't run out quickly and enjoying mundane tasks like using a dishwasher. Quote from the video in the van, the bench gives me a place to hang out. And then Jake says she has a one foot long seat where she can hang out, meaning sit and stare at the wall. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, I guess that staring at a wall is hanging out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's also Savannah and Drew. They have 40K on Instagram and they are full time musicians who live in a van together. Honestly, that makes sense. I think anyone who t- wants to tour is starting like, yeah, is wanting to be a musician or a stand up comedian and they're wanting to tour around. I would act, I would say that makes sense to me. I think there are very specific scenarios. It took thirty thousand dollars plus five months of work just to set up the van. They use their joint Instagram promoting the van life as a way to also promote their solo music endeavors. They also sell custom shower pans for fans to buy to install a shower in their own minivan. Mm-hmm. So I guess you stand in it. There um there is another uh, another topic of family van life, but just like after reviewing this, 
if you want to live in a van, that is so incredible. And it is a lot of hard work. Yeah. And you can get electrocuted quite frequently. And you, Yeah. But right. if you're like, what's that thing, that 2012 quote? It's like my soul. I'm a nomad. Oh, I don't know. Born to walk, forced to sit. <laughs> what's that? I, I don't know. This, this came out in 2012? No, what's that saying of like, uh, it's about the journey. Not, not the, all those who wander are lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that sort of thing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Like, I mean, if you, like, I mean, we're two people who took on creative um, endeavors that are not, like, this is a lifestyle that not a lot of people can do. Yeah. Podcast and, life. Podcast life. Hashtag but podcast um, life. so in a similar way, like if you're trying to be a van life influencer or just an influencer, right? Like you have to manage your expectations, put in the hard work. Don't yeah. be afraid of getting electrocuted. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's just like, but also, um, if you idealize it too much, you know, that's you got to manage your expectations. Yeah. 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 That's what I think. Most of them. That that is what I say. Some people live a simple life. That I love that. Yes. Um, I mean, I don't, but I actually I, I could get into it. I could, I, but not in a van. I like a. I, sometimes I dream about living on a farm with like a cow and a pig and. Yeah, I think that's I, really that would be nice. I think I'm pretty simple. I have like almost no thoughts running through my head. <laughs> no, I mean like I have to say things out loud to understand things. Like at any given moment, yeah. I'm not thinking anything. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I would be, I guess I am similar. And I, I think I also, <laughs> people are like, why do I, people are right now being like, why do I listen to this podcast? These yeah. two people are so stupid. You're saying me. Yeah. We're never thinking anything, <laughs> but I do feel like that's how I am. And I feel like anytime I'm, I, I am so excited by sitting in my house. We, I, I don't think I get bored very easily. I think that I could just, yeah, I think I don't get very excited for things. Even if you were like, Oh, Kendall, you're going to, uh, you know, Meet the president. I, I don't know. That is the most exciting thing I could think of. It's not that yeah. exciting. I, I would be, I mean, something that most people are like, oh my God. I, could yeah. the, I think I'm like still right in the moment. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I'm going to get to go do this thing. But 20 minutes before I have to leave, I am like, I would do, I would pay any amount of money to not have to do this thing. Yeah. No matter what it is, even if it isn't going to Disneyland. Even if I'm excited before the, the right before I leave the house, I am just like I wish I could stay here and not go do this thing. Yeah. Um. So I maybe I would thrive in van life, but I do think some people think it's gonna be like they they picture the highlights. They're like, oh, I'm gonna be like traveling the country and we're gonna be laughing on a on a hill and looking out into the and eating sandwiches. It'd be fun. But most <laughs> of it is just like sitting in silence. And yeah. Being like, and it's not like you have anything to talk about with your partner because you've just been sitting in a car doing nothing so there's not really anything i mean you could discuss philosophies of life but you can only do that so long yeah i i think um you have either have to have no thoughts for van life or um like i don't know i love to read you yeah. love to read a lot i think you could enjoy it um, i i just i i couldn't be able to read with the bugs Oh, I outside. hate bugs. Also, like, I'd be scared of, I know there's, like, a safety aspect of, mm -hmm. um, you'd have to, like, lock the doors and, I mean, like, I lock my car doors. Yeah. But, like, you know, people f mess with your car, they, like, shake it. Yeah. Um, I feel rude. like that would, like, really <laughs> scare me. Just, uh, but yeah. also, um, I, uh, find public places to park. I don't know if you can yeah. park overnight in a Walmart parking lot. I think I tried once. I but Cracker Barrel, Cracker Barrel has RV parking. So. Oh, well, there you go. If you're in the, is Cracker Barrel across the U.S.? Uh, there's, 
I mean, it gets very scarce over here, but yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I guess you could go from Cracker Barrel to Cracker Barrel. Yeah. Okay, wait. That's a tour I'd do. Yeah, that'd be fine. Wow. My dream, I think my if you were to tell me to pick one dream I could achieve, it would be to have one of those, uh, like, Kendall Landreth takes on America shows. Yeah. Where it's like you just, Kendall goes to a Louisiana horse racing club yeah and rides horses for a day and do you know what i mean those show, the travel shows yeah that's my dream while you're doing that i'm getting massive breast implants <laughs> I how big would you go okay the thing is is th i don't know if this makes sense i was talking to uh it doesn't actually matter um i want to be jennifer coolidge when yeah. i get older i'm nearing my 30th birthday and it's not this is i know like getting boob implants you know may like centering men but it's just because i want to communicate an aesthetic mm. there's something wise yeah about large boobs yeah. you know and yeah. i want to be like a breathy southern woman yeah like you know you see me in a juicy tracksuit and you're like oh my god she should be in myrtle beach she, yeah and i can't achieve that look with Without small boobs. boobs are you gonna get a boob drop i might yeah do it but i can't get massive double d's maybe it's not that great i mean i have double d's you do mm-hmm I've never looked. All right. Well, I. Well, how do you? How do they weigh? <laughs> I don't know. How do just they, the two of them? How do you feel? Uh, it's fine. I mean, I. I don't. I'm probably gonna. I'm probably gonna get them removed eventually. But <laughs> I like, don't. I don't love them. But they're not like. Uh, it's not the weight of them. Yeah. But some people have. I mean, I don't know. Honestly, when I run. Or if I do exercise, it gets a little... It doesn't hurt my... I don't have back pain from it or anything, but it's That's just like, boom, 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 boom. It's like, oh yeah, my God, this is annoying. That was more of what I was asking, like the back pain. Like, not like so much like when you wake up in the morning, are you aware of them? You know, like... Yeah, 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 yeah. No, uh, yeah. no I mean, I'm used to... I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm used to them. Yeah. But yeah, I have really big boobs and I and I don't love having big boobs, but some people, mm -hmm. I think it just depends on... Because yeah, I know some people want the biggest boobs ever, and I've always been like, that's so crazy, but I know. it's just person to person. I just have like this, um, if you ever look at my face, my without looking at my body, it suggests that I've got massive knockers. If, yes, if, I understand that. If you look at my face in any photo, and you hold a little piece of paper over my body, Someone and say you, they have big boobs. you ask, ask a friend, does this bitch have big boobs? But I think you'd think I have small boobs for my face. Can I be honest with you? Huge boobs? No. No boobs. I have never been more shocked at someone's backside than seeing your backside. <laughs> Kendall has like a good butt. Like I was, you wear bicycle shorts and I'm being like, I'm being like yeah. a friend about yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, You know? So I'm not. I like, always wear bicycle shorts. They're like, comfortable. Your body matches and then. Uh, like I'm like yes, Kendall, you know. But you sometimes you turn around and I'm like Kendall, what's what? what? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you so much, Sarah. I'm trying to be friendly about it. Like it's like, yeah, no, it's good. It's not perverted. It's not yeah. perverted at all. <laughs> it's, it's good. Sorry. It's good. It's nice. Um, thank you. Thank you very much. You wouldn't expect me to have a big butt, is what you're saying? You no, I didn't expect it. You give me um Billie Eilish vibes when it comes to like. Oh, how you okay. dress like yeah. I'm like I, I feel like everything's baggier than you know yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean yeah. like yeah. I, I feel like um it's the clothes that are deceiving sure 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 yes you can't you can't I can't wear baggy clothes on my butt yeah they wouldn't it doesn't exist um I used to be insecure about it in high school
Really? But no, I've accepted it. I said, yeah, I was like, oh, I hate because people would be like, oh, you have a big butt, and I would be like, I wish I was small. Oh yeah. But I now I'm like, I'm like, whatever, it's fun. Yeah. Um, it makes me feel very. Uh, I'm like, oh, I should have a baby because I have like, I feel like I could. I have, as they'd say, childbearing hips. I was gonna say birth and hips. They have birth and <laughs> hips. Yeah. But what are you gonna do? That's not a, probably a good reason to have a baby, just because I feel like my body's ready. Because <laughs> it would suit me. <laughs> I am. Um, it'd easy. It'd be an easy natural birth. That's yeah. not a good reason to have a baby. <laughs> I've always wanted bigger shoulders, broader shoulders. I've always been jealous of swimmers. Oh yeah. Because there's something like. Why don't you get into swimming? I, I my hair. Like I, um, I know that you yeah. can wear a swim cap, but like I'm scared it'll rip out. I love my favorite body parts when someone has a really nice back, broad shoulders. Yeah. The swimmer girls, they've got it made. Yeah. But then um, I love a, a big old rack. I want to be big up top, and I know yeah. normally that's not you something. Be like a, the guy who was like a bodybuilder was like a cartoon. Oh, Johnny Bravo. Johnny Bravo. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you're like, want to be Johnny Bravo. I would love to be a jacked Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Then the only other thing I would work on my body, but not for, because I hate the way it looks, is get a little bit of lipo um, on my thighs, just because I've ruined so many pants by my yeah. thighs rubbing together. Do you know what gets scary about liposuction? What? I've heard. this might. I heard this from one person. I don't remember who it was, and it's not based in any fact or article I've read, so take this with a grain of salt. But I heard that when you get liposuction, the you can lipo it all out, uh-huh. but it won't grow. The fat will not come back there, but it could come back somewhere. It will then transfer, go to somewhere else. If you like, if you got more like fat in your body again, it wouldn't be able to go there, so it would go somewhere else. Like some people will get it in their chin right uh-huh. here, but then the fat will come back in their cheeks. Well, the thing is, is um, where it's just a. Keeping a mental note of where is the, if you're getting it lipoed, where is the other places that you gain weight? Yeah. Like the other place that I gain weight, if I got my stomach lipoed, my thighs would, the fat, because you literally suck out the cell. Like, so it would, my thighs would be the place where I see the most noticeable change Uh or my arms or face. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, It's where I balloon. (laughs) Yeah. Where I balloon is a beautiful biography title for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Where I balloon. The tales of lipo. The tales of lipo. Well, thank you all for joining us for our first episode back in the new year. Well, I guess not the first episode that's out in the new year, but the first episode we're recording in the new year. Of season two. It always is so funny how behind the episodes are. I Because I was listening to one the other day to send in edits for it, and it was like, well, next week is Thanksgiving. Oh, I'm yeah, like, yeah. Jesus Christ, it's so long ago. <laughs> I know, and that's the, that's, that's the beauty that's of recording magic, in advance. Baby. That's movie magic. Well, thank you all. And I hope that you're all having a wonderful new year since we haven't been able to say yet happy new year. And we hope that you are just achieving all your dreams and goals and that you are just feeling very refreshed in 2024. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be a good year. Oh, yeah. And Kendall, do you have a a new podcast out? Oh, my God. Sarah, enough. I do have a new podcast. It just launched today, actually. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, the the teaser for it. We announced the podcast. Yeah. And the first episode comes out on January 29th. Mm-hmm. It's called Happy Wife, Happy Life. My my fiance and I. Uh, you didn't was, tell anyone. I know. Okay, well, we'll talk about the next episode. We'll okay, all right, all right. Uh, I did get engaged this last month. And um, yeah, we just talk about relationships and we have guests. And so if you're interested in that, guys, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> but it's on Spotify, anywhere you get your podcast, as well as the BCC Club, anywhere you get your podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Um, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. If you're watching, if you're listening on the uh, somewhere, make sure to rate us. It's mm-hmm. something nice. 
Um, comment down below your New Year's resolutions. I don't know. We yeah. love you guys. <laughs> All right. We will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.